0: The back seat to what will happen on Saturday. Hoops big man Nate Austin joins us in Studio B. He's still tied with Russ Larson for the most fouls in BYU basketball history. Can he hack his way into the record books? Mm, Plus, Brendan Sander of
1: second-rate BYU men's volleyball and Tanner Mangum makes another big play at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Let's go!
2: (laughs) This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by The BYU Store, simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jason Shepard. Thank you, Ben Bagley. BYU Sports
1: Nation live in Radio Vision presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Friday, February 26th, wherever and however you have chosen to dial in, it is fabulous to have you with us on a Friday, I'm Spencer Linton. Teamed up with a man who I believe can quote almost the entire first season of Full House. Jason Shepard.
0: Oh, cut it out! Oh, okay, hey, hey, we're off. We're off and running. <laughs> no, I, I, I've tried to. Uh, I tried to figure out a way that I can implement at least one Full House catchphrase into each segment of the show today. Your microphone's going to be cut off very quickly. <laughs> I know. As we were talking about oh, Full House. Fuller House, in the production meeting this morning, Ben Bagley, our producer, was not was not enjoying it. <laughs> so I, you joke about that, but you're probably pretty accurate that my mic would be cut off. So if you're not aware,
1: Netflix is releasing uh, Fuller House. Yes. How many episodes is it again? I think it's 13. 13 of course episodes. I know it's
0: 13. Okay.
1: Well, there you go. So for John Stamos. Uh, Bob Saget. Bob Dave Coulier. They're, they're back. <laughs> oh, my goodness. On to more important things, Okay. So this morning, and I saw this again last night, but this morning it was tweeted out by at Tanner Mangum, one of the BYU quarterbacks. He says, many good things have happened on this field. He's at Lavelle Edwards Stadium with an attached picture. But none as special as asking this girl to marry me. We're engaged! And a big fat diamond ring emoji. Alexa Gray and Tanner Mangum are engaged, which means Kyle Collinsworth and Shay Martinez Collinsworth now have some competition for the number one power couple at BYU. How about a
0: congratulations yeah. for the two of them?
1: All right. Way to go. When will their kids be committing to BYU? I was going to
0: say, that is, that's going to be some athletic children right there. Oh, my
1: goodness. Are you kidding me? One of the best players in the history of BYU women's volleyball, and Tanner Mangum, the quarterback who pulled off two miraculous plays this year, had nine wins, most wins since 2011. Yeah, it's a good thing. How cool is that, though, that he did it at Lavelle Edwards Stadium? I think he knows a few people. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he, I don't think he had any problem getting in with the gates were closed. I can hear my wife now. How come you didn't ask me to marry you like on the field alone with rose petals or whatever was there like on the at, at midfield? Where did you? I, uh, <sighs> like
0: where? I'm not asking how. Where? It was, it was sentimental. Okay, it, I asked my
1: wife to marry me uh, at the park where we had our first
0: date. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Right. Yep. yep. Mine was in my condo. Yours was in your condo. It was in my condo. I faked a back injury so she would have to come over to my house. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then while she was there what? to help me with the back injury, then I, you know, popped the question. I'm going to go ahead and say that's
1: unique. I don't think anybody in the history of mankind has ever done that. <laughs> what, faked an injury? <laughs> yeah, no, a back injury and then invited fiance <laughs> like, over I, to I, the condo. I, I cannot
0: move. You're going to have to come over here and help me. <laughs> oh that's, that's really how it went down. That is
1: fantastic. <laughs> Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines, if you can even focus after that. Men's basketball won his fifth straight last night, beating Portland 99-81. Kyle Collinsworth added to his NCAA triple-double uh, double record, picking up number 11, 14 points, 10 rebounds, and a career-high 16 assists. That's
0: BYU crazy. hosting Gonzaga tomorrow night. 8 Eastern on ESPN2. Listen on BYU Radio. Just a fantastic performance from everybody involved in that last night. Assistant head football coach Ed Lamb said that the focus of next week's spring football practices will be on fundamentals. Lamb also announced that running back Francis Bernard has been moved over to the defensive side of the football. And defensive back Micah Simon will now be on the offensive side. Plus, BYU will hold its annual Pro Day coming up on March 25th, a day before... The scrimmage.
1: Much of the BYU football staff was at the Utah Jazz San Antonio Spurs game, and Ty
0: Detmer was wearing a black and silver BYU shirt. I, I think that jinxed the Jazz last night because he was rooting for the Spurs. I'm sure. Yeah, we'll have to uh, we'll have to do some. In- How awesome was that though? Investigating this, like there. the big team, ac- you know, coach activities going out to the Jazz game. That was awesome. That's what they, they hang out, man. They like each other. That's what other. they
1: do. 22nd-ranked BYU women's basketball won again, 16 in a row after beating the Pilots of Portland, 84-59. Lexi Rideout scored 27, yawn. <laughs> the Cougars play Gonzaga on Saturday in the Kennel, 5 Eastern. Listen on BYU
0: Radio. They've never won in that building. Big game for them coming up on Saturday. Number two, men's volleyball, hosts number 12, Cal State Northridge, tonight and tomorrow at the Smith House. Both matches can be seen on BYU TV. Coverage tonight begins at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Tomorrow's match gets underway at 10 p.m. Eastern. The energy is high, and it's a Friday. So rise and
2: shout. It's time
0: for what's trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's what's trending
2: on BYU Sports Nation. It's all about SA.
1: Spinning, throws it up, rattles out, and there it is. The triple-double for Kyle Collinsworth. Okay, so Kyle Collinsworth gets his 11th triple-double. Five this season, six last year. He now holds, I believe it was Greg Rebell that said, the the, the most triple-doubles in a season and the second-most triple-doubles in a season. (laughs) The the
0: guy is dominating the triple-double record book. It doesn't matter what year you look at, the guy... Do you honestly believe, and I tweeted this out last night, you never say never, but it is going to be very hard for somebody to break this record, for many different reasons. And that's not just saying it because, you know, it's a BYU guy that holds it. That's a tough record for somebody to break, I How think. How many players in college
1: that are that dynamic even stay all four years?
0: That's the biggest question, is Goodness. you don't see guys staying four years.
1: Okay, so Unbelievable. We're to the point where Kyle Collinsworth is doing this on the regular, and so much so that it's kind of commonplace, which is just absurd. It's absurd. <laughs> oh, that, he did it
0: again. Yeah,
1: he's got 11. Great. You know, he'll probably get another one. Crazy, crazy athleticism and ability to do that on the basketball floor. Congratulations to Kyle Collinsworth for that. And to BYU as a team who have now won a season-high five straight games. So as cool as that triple-double was, and as impressive as the 99-point performance was last night, Jason, it's all about
0: Saturday night. Isn't it crazy that for the second year in a row, it's the final game against Gonzaga that will hold so much weight when it comes to the NCAA Tournament Selection Committee? Seeding for the West Coast Conference Tournament? All of it. Chances of a West Coast Conference regular season championship, which BYU
1: has never done in now five seasons. All of that is on the line. So five straight wins for BYU, trying to get to six against Gonzaga tomorrow night. Our
0: Twitter question today is as follows. Jason, do the honors. What will the headline be after tomorrow's Gonzaga at BYU game? What will the headline be?
1: Use the hashtag BYUSN at one bald Cairo doc as HBO filming crew. Confused as to why the BYU crowd <laughs> cheers loudly with standing ovation after BYU
0: player commits a foul.
1: <laughs> Here's
0: looking at you, Nate Austin. We'll be asking Nate about that coming up in the next segment.
1: Gonzaga has an HBO crew following them, and they're pushed to March Madness and whatever, and they're documenting really intriguing, cool series that's going on. And uh, what a season for Gonzaga to be having this with all of their adversity and their struggles and whatnot. Now they've got to come to Provo, and and Nate Austin's on the verge of breaking another dubious record <laughs> at BYU. Really, it's it's the only one that he's going to have that's dubious. But whatever. Okay, the important part is BYU has momentum going into Saturday night after. Five consecutive wins, and this is something that they just continue to do in February under Dave Rose in the WCC. Here's Chase Fisher from last night. <clears throat> we're on a good little streak here, and it's good. I mean, senior night's going to be great in our kind of last memory, but uh, I think you want to savor every memory in the Marriott Center, and I think it was a good, good team win. It was a great win for where we're at, and uh, I think it gives us a lot of momentum going into Saturday. Momentum is the key word for BYU, and as I said... They win in February, a lot, under Dave Rose. They work themselves into some tricky corners and situations, and then with their backs against the wall for whatever reason, with coaching, the the staff starts to figure some things out, things start to gel more. I I don't know, Jason, it could be all of the above, but they figure things out in February.
0: Yeah, it's funny because I went back and I looked. In each of the last three years, BYU has ended the season winning eight out of nine games. So as you just mentioned, yes, there's been some slip-ups in conference, but this team has found a way when you're trying to gain momentum heading into the tournament, they've been able to find a way to win games. And, and why that is, I guess that's up for debate. But you mentioned a lot of it comes down to coaching. I mean, these guys consistently get these players ready to go when it matters the most.
1: The Cougars won eight straight before losing in the West Coast Conference tournament final last year. They're on pace to perhaps... Do the same thing again this year with Gonzaga. If they win tomorrow, that would be a six-straight win, and then getting to Tuesday night, that would make eight straight wins. But again, it all comes down to tomorrow. Dave Rose knows it better than anyone.
0: I feel a lot better about playing Gonzaga right now, the fact that we beat Portland. And right now we're, off, we're coming off of a couple of games where we've got a lot of good play from a lot of players, and that's what we'll need to you know, to compete in this game on Saturday. There is
1: some statistical backing and evidence to what Dave Rose is saying about the good play that BYU has had over the last few games. In fact, it's our stat of the day. It's the
2: BYU Sports Nation
1: stat of the day. BYU has scored 90-plus points in four of the last five
0: games. All wins. The offense has been phenomenal. They've hit 100 a couple of times. And it's all about this. One of the things that has led to the scoring is turnovers. They have forced the opposition into a lot of turnovers. And we saw that last night against Portland and BYU turnover. Boom. They're gone. Turnover gone. And they've been able to capitalize on that. Plus, and these are all things that they're going to need to do tomorrow against Gonzaga. The three-point shooting has really come alive. A lot of those, the perimeter players, whether it be Nick Emery and Zach Sayers, who we know has been hot, Jordan all, Chapman, Jordan has Chapman last night with a yeah. career high. The perimeter shooting has been gigantic. That will be a huge key tomorrow against Gonzaga to kind of to unclog the paint, so to speak, and and give you know guys in the post a little bit more room because right now those perimeter players are killing it. Let's recap what's on the line again
1: tomorrow night. Just to sum it up, BYU needs to beat Gonzaga to keep West Coast Conference regular season title hopes alive. If they beat Gonzaga, it will come down to what happens between St. Mary's at San Francisco. So just it had to be this way. It had to be <laughs> this way in that BYU can play the whole game against Gonzaga, know the result, and then be able to watch the entirety of the St. The Mary's at San Francisco game. Okay. Also, it's senior night. For Kyle Collinsworth, Mr. Triple Double, Chase Fisher, who has been Mr. Consistent this year, BYU's leading scorer, and Nate Austin, the man we're going to talk to in just a few minutes here in Studio B, they all want to go out with a win, especially against Gonzaga. And what would that do to Gonzaga's psyche going into Vegas, knowing that we lost to St. Mary's twice, and we lost to BYU
0: twice? Crushing their hopes! And what would that look like to the tournament committee? When you look at where... Like Joe Linardi, he has them as, what, the eighth team out? Yeah, what? BYU's back on the screen somewhere in Linardi's bracketology. And, and Gonzaga is their last four out. So if BYU can beat Gonzaga tomorrow and have the two wins in the regular season against them, what kind of a jump... Would that give BYU in the minds of the tournament committee? And those that make those, those seating selections could be huge tomorrow. That's why tomorrow's game is gigantic. BYU, at some point, if things shake out the way
1: that statistics would say they will, and the Cougars are the number two seed, they will play Gonzaga three times <laughs> this year. Okay, And if they win all three of those... How do, you, how do you leave that team out that has potentially 25 wins on a resume, regardless of whether they win the West Coast Conference Tournament title or not, and three wins over Gonzaga? I had a conversation with a prominent ESPN personality recently, and in the flow of the conversation, he brought up this question. Are there really 68 better teams than BYU? Entertainment value, star power, exciting brand of basketball? I, pfft, that all helps them in their... At-large ability, looking at you, Jerem Jordan. (laughs) The the question is, can they overcome the RPI struggles that they have had with those three 200-plus losses? Let's get our daily RPI watch in right now. It's the daily RPI watch on BYU Sports Nation. BYU wins last night by 18, but because Portland is so far down the RPI ranks, they actually dropped from 68 to 70. But, Jason, as you referenced, beating Gonzaga tomorrow – We'll give the Cougars a big shot in the arm in terms of RPI.
0: Well, and, and I know you were at the game last night, so you didn't get to see the, the ESPNU broadcast, uh, or, or ESPN. I can't remember which one it was. But the, the studio show that led into the game, they were talking about BYU, and, and I can't remember which of the analysts it was, but the, he basically said, I, I want to see this team in the tournament. This is an exciting team. It's a fun, offensive team to watch. How could you not put them in? My so, point exactly. So, if, so here's what BYUs do. Just keep winning. Winning. Just win.
1: Win, the tournament, to win Davis,
0: the tournament championship, but, you know. Just win, baby. You so know that's leave, all you got to do. Leave, take all the doubt out <laughs> of it.
1: Just go ahead and win just the conference win. tournament championship. It's all good, man. It's 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 all good. Our conversation happening right now on Twitter. Use the hashtag byusn and join us. We want to know what you think. What will the headline be after tomorrow's Gonzaga at BYU game? Let's get a few tweets in. It's Twitter time. S-A underscore B-Y-U fan. Nate Austin sets the foul record. Invited to try out with
0: the San Jose Sharks as an enforcer. <laughs> That's a hockey club for those of you that don't know. I like a Cisco Rue. A dynasty in decay. Ooh. Gonzaga falls again to B-Y-U. Listen, there. this game tomorrow carries some huge
1: <laughs> ramifications for both sides and their tournament hopes. Up next on B-Y-U Sports Nation, the man chasing on Russell Larson. Nate Austin in studio. BYU Sports Nation presented by The BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere, simulcast on BYU Radio. Moving pictures on BYU TV. Conversation happening right now on the Twitter machine. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Join us whenever you feel
0: like it. If it's 3 a.m., it's 3 p.m., I don't care. Just use the hashtag BYUSN. As we've been talking about, it's a huge game tomorrow for the men's basketball team. They will wrap up the regular season against Gonzaga at the Marriott Center. A win over the Bulldogs will give the Cougars at least... The number two seed in next week's WCC tournament tip-off is going to be at 8 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN Two, as well as BYU Radio.
1: What will the headline be after tomorrow's Gonzaga at BYU game? That is our Twitter conversation today. At BYU Teddy Bear eighty nine says, Gone, "Gon g o n with the wind." BYU sweeps Zags to earn first ever West Coast Conference regular season championship. Boy, that would require that would require a San
0: Francisco win over St. Mary's up on the hilltop. Hey, San Francisco has a knack of coming up big when people count them out. I think all of our fingers will be crossed if that, that happens again. By the way, BYU Sports Nation,
1: for some inexplicable reason, has tweeted out the following <laughs> With the importance of BYU versus Gonzaga men's basketball game, should Spencer Linton
0: shave his head with a win? Why? Well, here, look. Why would you do this? Look at this. Jerome last year. Took it upon himself to be selfless, put his hair on the line, and said if BYU wins at Gonzaga, he was going to shave his head. <laughs> he did that for the team. He, he was a team player. He did it to himself, though. But here's the deal. He the was saying that they weren't going do to the win, I feel
1: like they will win. See, Jerem's like, nah, if they win, I'll shave my head. They're not going to win. And they won. <laughs> totally different dynamic. Okay, I believe, man. I believe at Pina, see this, it's Preston at Pina one says, I don't think a regular season win deserves a shaved head. A conference championship win does. Now, (laughs) I
0: wonder if. Now, I was wondering if Nate Austin would shave it. I mean, it's it's pretty close already. My my poor mother would, hello,
1: Christine, would never forgive me if I did it. She would never forgive me. <laughs> You're blaming it on your mom. <laughs> no! Yes, I am. I'm putting it on my mom. She's totally cool with that. Joining us now in Studio B is Nate Austin, our good friend on BYU Sports Nation. Nate, look, man, I I thought I thought it was gonna happen last night. You had one job to get one foul and it. Didn't happen.
3: I knew the whole reason of me being on Sports Station today (laughs) was because I was supposed to get the foul last night. Are you are you aware of how much you ruined our producer Ben Bagley's
0: plans? For coming on this show by not getting that last night.
3: Well, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to keep you guys on your toes a little bit. I know? love it, man.
0: Secretly, I love it. I, I love that this has like I actually, become a
3: thing. I actually tried. You know, at the very end of the game, you know, I was, I was hedging a ball screen. I kind of threw my hip out. You know, I thought for sure the ref would call it, but he actually didn't. I,
0: you know what's <laughs> funny? I remember that exact play, and I'm like, I'm actually surprised they didn't call that.
3: Yeah, actually, my I was talking to my roommates about it because you know. Most most people by right now have seen you know the you know, the on Twitter and whatnot and they're like you know make your last feel epic you know get a technical or get a flagrant foul you know, do something that's like that, that people will you know are going to remember but that's no, it's, it's uh, yeah it's, it, we're still playing the game.
0: It so, has to be organic is what you're saying. It just has to come in the course of the yeah, game.
3: I'm not just going to foul just to foul even though that's basically what I've done. <laughs> just my, check my whole into career, the game,
1: right?
0: slap somebody's arm, call it good.
1: Yeah. As part of tradition on this show, we need to remind the people where Nate Austin is in chasing down Russell Larson's all-time foul record. Roll it.
2: On his way to BYU basketball immortality, Nate Austin is chasing Russell Larson on BYU Sports Nation. There we go. One foul away
1: from passing Russell Larson. And Nate, I don't know if you are aware, but Russell was in studio a few weeks back.
3: Yeah, I saw the segment.
1: Oh, you saw the segment? I did. For those that haven't seen it, we have conveniently clipped off that wonderful message once again that Russell gave to you, and we would like to play that for all of BYU Sports Nation, if that's okay, and you again. Let's do it. Okay, Russell Larson.
2: Nate, you have worked hard. You've put yourself out there. This is the moment that you've dreamed about as a child. All those days in the gym, shooting free throws, your friends were shooting free throws, you weren't. You were on the sidelines, elbowing, pushing, tripping, hacking, hoping that somebody would notice. And this is your day. Today, the world recognizes all of that hard work as a youth have paid off. Congratulations.
1: (laughs) Okay, Nate. (laughs) I'm just seeing it a second time. Your, Your reaction to that.
3: It was, uh, I think it was well thought out uh, well done well done
4: oh
1: man, now we need to get we need to give you some credit Dave we had Dave Rosen here earlier this week, and he talked about you and joked about the foul record and whatnot. but what you bring to this team, the energy and the leadership and the relationships you have with the players and coaches um, it's hard to it 's hard to sum all that up as as you now approach your last home game so what what are your emotions like going into your last regular season home game at BYU? Uh
3: for me, you know, it's it's just kind of surreal, you know, you know, it seems like you know like yesterday, you know, you stepped on, you know, you stepped foot on this campus as a freshman and you know, 5 years later, you know, to most BYU fans, it's you know 10 or 15 years later, but for me it's 5 years later and uh you know it's weird. You know, I was thinking about you know actually last night and for me, the Marriott Center has been home for me, and you know I've gone there basically every day for the past you know five years, and so it's it's gonna be weird to not to not to see you know twenty thousand fans in the you know you know in all white you know screaming you know for us, and so you know it's gonna be weird, but I'm excited for one last game. I'm assuming when you found out that you
0: were gonna be able to come back this year, you kind of had an idea. Of what you wanted this season to be like, how how has this season lived up to what you had hoped it would be?
3: Yeah, yeah, to me, actually, it's been pretty close. Obviously, I, I mean, I don't think any time a loss is involved in that, you know. But you know, basically, I once the season got, you know, was given back to me. I told coach, you know, you know, I told coach that that he could use me in you know in any capacity or in any in any way that you that you know that he saw fit. Um, so yeah, there's been, and, and this year's been, you know, I think a good story of that. You know, it's you know, there's been times where I didn't play much, been times where I started and played a lot. Um, and so, I just, you know, I told coach, you know, you know, if, you know I can you know, be used on the floor, I can be used on the bench, I can be used just in practice. It doesn't matter. You know, this year wasn't guaranteed, and so, you know, more than anything, I just want team success. And um, you know, right now we're having that, and so that's good.
1: There are a lot of exciting plays that happen with this team, a really exciting brand of basketball. But you produced probably. The most exciting highlight of the season with the block shot at Gonzaga. we haven't talked to you specifically about that whole sequence of events and and what went down there, but what what will you remember about that and what do you remember from that moment of blocking Kyle Wilcher and, and beating Gonzaga again?
3: Um, yeah, actually I mean for me I mean I, so, I mean like last year I was't in the you know I, I didn't play up at Gonzaga. I was hurt I was left back at home um, on a date on a date but um so for me you know it was it was special just because you know i i didn't experience that whole locker room you know seeing i didn't experience the whole um just kind of uproar and the the excitement there so for me it was special just to kind of be you know be a part of that again um or you know um but you know you know for me i'll always remember just you know just you know making a play for my team you know and i said before that you know you know to me it wasn't some spectacular play it was just a you know, a help side block that you know, play like that—Corbin like or Kyle Davis or Kyle Collinsworth would have made if you know, if, if they had been in that spot. Um, you know, Corbin probably could have made it a little easier. I, I think I, I don't think I've ever jumped higher in my life. You know, <laughs> and, and, and it really was only like you know, like a phone book or two. But um, no, it was, I mean, it was, it was a good moment. It was, it was, you know, it was more than anything. It was just you know, it was fun for for us as a team to to get a win in a place that's you know, that's tough to get wins.
0: Well, and now it's two wins in a row. There, you obviously have confidence. How much confidence do you guys feel, having had that success, heading into tomorrow's game?
3: Yeah, I think we're confident. Um, I think more than anything, you know, you know, obviously we, you know, our team respects Gonzaga. You know, great team. You know, really well coached. Uh, guys play hard. You guys play well. Um, you know, all five positions. You know, can shoot the ball. You know, can you know, are are skilled and. um but I think for us, you know, you know, we know we have to play, you know, a good game. We can't just show up and expect to win. But you know, but I think more than anything, you know, we're right now as the team we're playing good basketball. Um, you know, we're scoring a lot. We're playing, you know, pretty good defensively. You know, second half against Portland, they, they, they kind of got turned on. But, um, I, but I think more than anything, you know, right now we're we're playing confident. You know, and, and for us, it's more about us. You know, you than, know than, than the. More than the, than the team we're playing, and not saying that you know Gonzaga is not a good opponent. Just that you know we're we're confident in, in, in our brand of basketball, and we're confident in you know in, in our preparations that the coaches are, you know, are putting us through, and you know and, and the things they're giving us to do.
1: For whatever reason, and there are varied, you know, and probably all valid. BYU in the West Coast Conference, underneath Dave Rose, has really excelled in the month of February. Uh, have had at least a streak of eight wins in nine games in each of the last three seasons. BYU has now won five straight and eight of nine, hoping for six tomorrow in a row against Gonzaga. What is it about this team and Coach Rose and this staff that that makes you so consistently good down the stretch in February?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, know, obviously through the the course of the season, you have a lot of ups and downs. You have a lot of, you know, like like this year, we had a lot of wins and losses, a a lot of close losses. A couple losses, you know, we're down big, and we come back. And we, you know, those type of losses, you know, it kind of it shows the kind of you know the the character of the team, and you know how willing we are to battle and fight back. And so I think in February, you know, we just kind of you know we learned you know from you know from our mistakes. We um also we learned from our you know triumphs, and you know we in February, you know, we just kind of put it all together. Um, also I think a big thing is, you know, a lot of guys are seeing, you know, Dr. Craig Manning right now, you know, the whole, you know, the whole mind thing. And I think, you know, a lot of guys are, you know, are approaching games, you know, perhaps just a little bit differently. Um, you know, I think they are going in, going into games, you know, both with, you know, teams with good records and bad records in our, in our conference with, you know, with, with the same mindset. I think that has been a big, a big help as well.
1: Nate Austin with us in Studio B, regular season finale, senior day tomorrow against Gonzaga. You can watch that game on ESPN2 starting at 8 Eastern, 6 Mountain Time. And then depending on what happens there, I'm gathering that if BYU is celebrating a win, you will be watching very closely what happens between San Francisco and St. Mary's.
3: Oh, definitely. Obviously, obviously you know, it's hard it's to take care of business first. But once we do, then, yeah, we'll be watching that game pretty close. <laughs>
1: One of the greatest offensive rebounders in program history and soon to be the foul holder. But nobody really cares about that, right, Nate? That's all good.
0: <laughs> Do we say that you're, you'd be the foulest? Is that, is that how we say that? Uh, oh, he'd be the flyest, man. It just doesn't come across right.
1: Okay, we, uh, we'd also like to give you some BYU Sports Nation karma because we all remember what happened last time we gave you the BYU Sports Nation karma. It was
3: pretty good.
1: Yeah. Gonzaga in Spokane. Nate, you're the man. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Thanks, Nate. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, what's the chance BYU beats the Zags tomorrow in the Marriott Center? We'll discuss. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation, brought to you in part by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. We welcome you back on a Friday. Sports friends, Spencer Linton and Jason Shepard in Radio Vision, simulcasting
0: on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Speaking of BYU TV, you can check out BYU Gymnastics tomorrow, hosting Southern Utah at Smith Fieldhouse. As I mentioned, BYU TV will have that. It will begin at 3 p.m. Eastern.
1: Let's go fast, go hard through today's byu headlines. Recapping last night, BYU men's hoops won a fifth straight game last night, 99-81 over Portland. Kyle Collinsworth, another triple-double. He now has 11 in his
0: career. BYU hosting Gonzaga tomorrow night, 8 Eastern, ESPN2. Listen on BYU Radio. Spring football begins next week. Assistant head coach Ed Lamb said the focus will be on fundamentals. He also mentioned that Francis Bernard's been moved over to the defensive side of the football, and Micah Simon... We'll go just the opposite, from the defense to the offensive side. Don't forget BYU's annual Pro Day is coming up on March 25th. Yeah, Bernard, a linebacker. I kind of like that.
1: Wide receiver. He was a quarterback in high school. BYU women's basketball have now won 16 straight games. The West Coast Conference regular season champions close out the thing, the season rather, at Gonzaga, Saturday, 5 Eastern. You can listen on BYU
0: Radio. The Cougars have never won in Spokane. Number two, men's volleyball, hosts number 12, Cal State Northridge, tonight and tomorrow. Both matches can be seen on BYU TV. Coverage tonight is at 9 Eastern. Tomorrow's match will be at 10 PM Eastern time.
1: There's only one way to fully celebrate Jason Shepard and his excitement for Fuller House returning to Netflix.
0: <laughs> and that countdown to the Wildcats. 190. We were all. We even practiced this one. 190. Before. <laughs> It's okay, man. It's okay. You have to add so many syllables to this. Yes. We even practiced this yes. in our production meeting, and we messed it up. Hey, it's all good, man. But here's the deal: it's, it's be- po- whatever that was. Yes. It's better than what Jeremy did yesterday. It's all positive about the countdown. Jeremy's saxophone voice, which
1: oh, I wonder how many people are not listening to the show because of careless because, whisper. Because of that. he was suspended for today's show. <laughs> For excessive use of the malicious saxophone. Oh. (laughs) Love you, Jerem. Love you, man. Let's
2: play What's the Chance? BYU Sports Nation asks, what's the chance?
1: All right, time to whip out percentage awesomeness and assign percentages to all of the following scenarios. Number one.
2: What's the chance BYU beats the Zags tomorrow?
0: Jason, you do the honors. I'm going to put it at about 85%. Wow. I'm very confident in BYU. And it's, it's not just because they've already beaten Gonzaga this year on the road. I just like the way this team is playing right now. This team is firing on all cylinders, and I mentioned in, in our first segment, talking about the turnovers, they've done a really good job of forcing the other team into mistakes. I, I like the way this team is playing. They're at home. There's a lot, I mean, granted, there's a lot on the line for both, but I, I like the chances of BYU winning, 85%.
1: Gonzaga, mentally right now, not nearly the team that they generally are at this point in the season. I think there are some doubts and concerns. No question they will play hard, and as Nate Austin said, they are coached very well, but I say... 68% chance that BYU beats Gonzaga tomorrow. I think if this team played 10 games, these teams played 10 games against each other in the Marriott Center, BYU would win 7 out of the 10. I think that. So I'm, I'm going to go with that. 68% BYU beats Gonzaga tomorrow. Just not the same Bulldog team for sure. Number two.
2: What's the chance Kyle Collinsworth gets his 12th triple-double tomorrow?
0: Wow. I mean, it's funny that it's kind of like old hat, but yet, it's still really hard to get a triple double. Yes, I, I'll, I'll put it. at... I mean, I don't want to cop out here, but I'll put it at fifty percent. It could easy it could happen wow, as easily high. as it couldn't. Woo. I mean, every game he's a threat for a triple double. But I, but I can't. I, I, I'll, I'll you know, like I said, I'm kind of copping out a little bit. I'll, I'll go fifty percent. Okay, that's still pretty optimistic. I say twenty five percent chance because Gonzaga
1: will be very defensive minded, or they're going to make. Other guys have the ball in their hands. They're, they are going to pressure Kyle to get rid of the ball because they know what he can do with it in his hands. Uh, try as they might, you know, we'll see how successful they are. But I say, yeah, yeah, 20, 25% chance. Okay, so,
0: so maybe instead of assists or points, he gets it in blocks. How about that? <laughs> He'll just throw in another stat. That's where Nate Austin comes into play against Gonzaga,
2: right? Number three. What's the chance BYU scores 90 or more against the Zags? I'm going to go 21%
1: chance BYU scores 90 or more. I think this game will be in the 80s, but 90 against Gonzaga. They're going to slow. They don't like to run as much as other teams do against BYU. They're not Portland. They're not firing up as many threes as Portland like the Pilots were last night. Or they're not San Francisco. It's, It's... Going to be a little bit slower pace game. I think the winner gets into the 80s, but not 90.
0: Yeah, I could definitely see 80, but I'll give it. I'll give it a little bit higher. I'll, I'll say. I'll say 35. But I, I think 90 on the zags. But but I think one of the reasons why, not, not to mention what you just said, but Gonzaga defensively is going to pose more problems than some of the teams BYU's seen recently. More physical. Yeah, exactly. You know, and so I, I think it's going to be harder. But I agree with you. I don't think 80s out of the question. Number four.
2: What's the chance BYU's women's hoops, men's hoops, volleyball, and baseball all keep their streaks alive through the weekend?
1: Wow, this is a loaded question because BYU women's basketball playing at perennial West Coast Conference Power Gonzaga on their floor. They've never won in that building. Men's basketball hosting a good Gonzaga team. Volleyball, I'll give them a sweep. They've been amazing. We'll talk to Brendan Sander in a bit. So that one, not so hard for me. And baseball, trying to get a a. Program best, 6-0, and potentially to... They play 4 against Sanford?
0: They do. They have a doubleheader today.
1: Get to 8-0? Oh, man. I'm going to say 10% chance. That's so hard to do. Baseball? 10%? Baseball? Winning that many games in a row and baseball in such a finicky game? Like, one bad hop can ruin the whole dynamic of the game. Like, it's just so unique that way. So I say 10% that all of them... Stay unbeaten
0: over the weekend. So disappointed. Oh, 100%. I'm thinking positively. 100%. The good good vibes, 100%. They're winning them all. That's all. I don't even need to say anything else. 100%.
1: Wow. I mean, I'm confident in basketball and volleyball, but baseball, winning eight games in a row, that's BYU's never done that before.
0: It's really hard to do. It's only never because it hasn't been done before. (laughs) Okay? Put these on too. (laughs) Good grief. I hope that made sense because it didn't. After Number, I said it. yeah,
1: put the okay. That makes more sense with those blue goggles on.
0: Number five.
2: What's the chance Jimmer scores ten or more points in his Knicks ten-day contract?
1: Okay, I'll put on the blue goggles for this. Jason. Okay, I like it. One hundred percent. Jimmer Fredette's going to get at least one ten-point game because either the Knicks will be getting blown out. Or they need a three-point shooter and they need to spread the floor and he goes off and makes everyone in New York go crazy because he's Jimmer and he makes three threes or whatever. He, I think he will score ten points in one way or another in one of these games.
0: Uh, my percentage has nothing to do, I like those glasses by Thank the way, you. has nothing to do with Jimmer's abilities. Uh, I'm going to give it a uh, 15%. Wow, that low. Okay. Because uh, probably, of one Curtis fair. Rambis, okay. uh, the head coach of the New York Knickerbockers. Since he's being a putz and not allowing Jimmer, wow, to <laughs> to have the playing time, I, I just his comments. It's amazing to me how direct and negative his comments are towards Jimmer. I, I don't think, I just don't think he's going to happen. So, fifteen percent. Jason, my spidey sense is telling me that you are perturbed at one
1: Kurt Rambis. Yeah, me and Curtis. who are not BFFs right now. Who, by the way, has the same birthday as Jimmer Fredette, which was yesterday. Number six.
2: What's the chance Jason Shepard misses the Zags game tomorrow due to binge-watching Fuller House? You will never host this show
0: again <laughs> if, if that is the case. Zero percent. <laughs> no, but let me, let me tell you why it's zero percent. Because I'm gonna have watched all 13 episodes way before oh. that game tips off tomorrow, <laughs> so you don't have to worry about that.
1: Carly Rae Jepsen, by the way, is uh, the voice of the new the the, the cover. new theme, the cover. Yeah. So the new style, Full House song, whatever. Just make sure you're watching the Gonzaga game. Of course I will. Of course. What <laughs> will we'll be the headline after tomorrow's Gonzaga at BYU game? at Rexburg Runner, says BYU sweeps the Zags. Nate Austin secures the record. Fouls. Kyle Collinsworth gets his 12th triple-double, and Chase with 20-plus points. Now, here's the thing. He says, hashtag scene right. All of those things could legitimately happen. Nate needs one foul. Kyle's a triple-double machine, and Chase has been averaging almost 20 points a game. Up next, Brendan Sander of BYU Men's Volleyball joins us. Big weekend ahead. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jason Shepard live from Studio B. If you miss an episode of this show live, The rebroadcast airs weeknights on BYU TV starting at 6
0: p.m. Eastern. Men's volleyball, number 2 in the country, back in action tonight. Hosting number 12 Cal State Northridge at Smith Fieldhouse. Coverage on BYU TV starts at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Both teams will face each other tomorrow as well, also on BYU TV. BYU and CSUN, and don't call them anything else. We'll have more on that in (laughs) just a bit. Very
4: interesting.
1: Joining us now from the second-ranked BYU men's volleyball team, is Brendan Sander BYU sophomore outside hitter. Brendan, welcome back to Studio B.
4: Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me.
1: It's been too long, man.
4: It has. It's been a while.
1: I can't believe you came back. Are you sure you want to do this again? I'm
4: positive. It's always fun.
1: <laughs> twenty four straight sets. You and I were just talking about this during the break. It's really hard for any volleyball team to win twenty four straight sets, but that's exactly what BYU has done, riding a nice win streak. What's been What's been the secret to success for being that consistently good?
4: Um. Well. At the start of every game, we want to start off obviously good from 0-0, zero, zero, and then from there just kind of keep our composure and stay on top of our energy and get going basically throughout the whole game. And then we've decided once we've decided as a team once we hit 2020 that we just want to go all out from there and put everything we have in it, and it's worked out for us so far. I mean, I've had people come up to me and be like, why, why is everything so close to like 2020, and then you guys just take off and destroy them? And we were just like, that's how we want to do It's things. all hey, part yes. of
1: our master plan. <laughs> yeah.
4: I'll, I'll ask you this, two parts.
0: Where do you think the team has improved the most from the start of the season? And then for you personally, where do you think you've improved the most?
4: Um, I think as a team that our attacking has improved, like, a lot. Because we have Ben on the right side that gets the defense to go over to him more than... What, like half the game and then me and Jake on the outside we bring the blockers over there and the defense over there and then um, all of our middles they get up huge and loud and then me and Jake come out of the back row so yeah and then I guess for me um, I guess my mental game and just kind of playing more comfortable in my shoes and like not in the shadow of my brother and just going out there and doing what I like to do and playing and limiting in my errors. So.
1: The man with many nicknames, including Brendonius <laughs> Maximus, Brendan Sander with this in-studio on BYU Sports Nation. It is the Cougars hosting Cal State Northridge or CSUN, which apparently, Brendan, like they don't want to be known by anything but CSUN, which kind of sounds like a TV network or whatever, but it's BYU and CSUN. Did you know that?
4: I didn't. I usually just call them Northridge. Right? I think everybody does. In yeah. the game
1: notes, they have specifically requested, so make sure you pass that along to your teammates.
4: Okay. Will do.
1: <laughs> it's not Northridge, it's CSUN. How important is it for you to keep that streak going of consecutive sets? Like, how much do you talk about it with your teammates, and, and how much is that discussed?
4: Um, I mean, it's it would be nice to do that, but I guess our main objective is just to go one match at a time and win every single match that we can. And... I mean, winning in three is nice because if it comes down to it at the end, then we'll most likely win any tiebreaker that we need to. So, But, I mean, winning in three isn't everything, but it would be nice for sure.
0: You mentioned your brother a second ago. What, what is Taylor up to?
4: Uh, he's playing professional in Italy. He's out in Verona. Um, just got married over summer, so he's out there with his wife, Rachel, and they're just going playing volleyball and then touring around Italy. So. Living the life? Yeah, I guess so. Have you visited them in Italy yet? I haven't, and he hasn't invited me. What a, it's a weirdest brother. Thing. It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> I thought I was his favorite, but I don't know. <laughs> Brendan Sander with us in
1: Studio B. Okay, you have quite the, uh, the mix of hairstyles going on this BYU men's volleyball team, led by Ben Patch. And yours, yours is also on fleek, as the kids say. Who has the best hair on the BYU men's volleyball team?
4: Um, I think I have to say Ben. Okay, the rooster think, thing, whatever it is. I think the amount of time he spends <laughs> with it. I think it has to be Ben. So, how much product? How much product goes into that? He's, or is that just? Is that just? Happen? Ben says
1: it's all natural.
4: I think it is because I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. So, but oh, at our last game, like people were trying to get into his head, and so they're saying stuff about his hair, and i kind of i laughed a little bit (laughs) you should laugh (laughs) that's validated
1: okay i love the, the atmosphere at the smithfield house it's if you haven't witnessed a volleyball match in the smithfield house it is something that's hard to explain unless you have done that uh what's the funniest sign or thing that a fan has said this year that sticks out in your mind
4: hmm that's a tough question i don't focus that much like on the crowd. You're but, focused
0: on the game, yeah. Brendan? Look at that. Zeroing
4: in on my the bad. task at hand. I'll try to focus on the crowd a little more. <laughs> no, That's my bad. Here, <laughs> Sean Olmsted um, go, like... Is, yeah, he's he's going no, 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 right no, now no. and be like,
1: you are a horrible person, Spencer.
4: <laughs> yeah, anyways, I think it's just probably like the big heads. I notice those a lot and like how funny they are. Like that little swirly thing that goes on in the back. I don't know. That would be hard to serve into, right? Yeah, if that, you were looking at that it. That
1: vortex, that Twilight Zone thing yeah. or whatever it is. Okay. Well, we will look for that on BYU TV. You can watch Brendan Sander and the Cougar volleyball team against CSUN. CSUN people, not Cal
0: State Northridge.
1: At nine Eastern tonight, Jeremy Jordan, Steve Vail, Lauren Frankham on the call, and ten Eastern tomorrow night, uh, as to accommodate the BYU men's basketball game that will wrap up, and then BYU men's volleyball back to work, playing in the Smithfield House. What is what is your favorite part of being in front of that crowd and, and playing in front of that atmosphere?
4: Oh, just how loud it gets. It's so easy to get pumped up for a match cuz all the fans are watching and they're like right behind you, like right next to you cheering you on and it's just fun hearing them and going and doing it for them and for the team.
0: Obviously, I'm assuming that as a family the the competition with volleyball was pretty fierce. Are you guys competitive in in any other sports? Well, I know a lot of like families like ping pong, things like. I mean, do you guys get competitive with other things? At the uh, dinner table maybe?
4: I mean, I like to think we're a pretty competitive family. Um, we do all the extreme sports, like me and my brother, we and my dad, and everyone in my family. Family, basically, we all dirt bike ride and do all the outdoor stuff. So, I mean, I was kind of pushed to hold up my end of the bargain while I'm dirt <laughs> bike riding, and or else I'd get left behind. So,
1: Brendan, have you signed our new Stretch Y flag? I know you signed the Rise Up flag. Have you signed the new one?
4: I don't know if I've signed this one. Okay
1: then you are going to sign it right now. You will do this. (laughs) I will. That is a demand, and we will give you some BYU Sports Nation karma for the series against CSUN this weekend. Thanks, Brendan. I like that. Brendan Sander of BYU Men's Volleyball about to ink his name on our stretch-wide flag. We're coming back with a loaded Cougar whip round. Busy weekend ahead across BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you in part by Dexter and DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip
0: it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Football. Assistant Head Football Coach Ed Lamb said the focus of next week's spring football practices will be focusing on the fundamentals. Lamb also announced that Francis Bernard has been moved to the defensive side of the football and defensive back Micah Simon will now be on offense. It was also revealed the BYU will hold its annual Pro Day coming up on March 25th.
2: Men's basketball. Five
1: straight wins for BYU men's hoops. After beating Portland 99-81, Kyle Collinsworth added to his NCAA triple-double record with number 11. BYU hosting Gonzaga tomorrow night, 8 Eastern on ESPN2 and BYU Radio.
0: Women's basketball. Women's hoops beat the Pilots in Portland last night, 84-59. Lexi Rideoff scored 27 points in the victory. The Cougars will wrap up the regular season at Gonzaga on Saturday at 5 Eastern on BYU Radio. Volleyball, Number
1: two ranked men's volleyball hosting number 12. Don't call me Cal State Northridge CSUN. Tonight, tomorrow at the Smith Fieldhouse. Both matches on BYU TV coverage begins at 9 Eastern. Tomorrow's match gets underway at 10 p.m. Eastern.
0: Baseball. The Cougars are off to a 5-0 start after a 7-1 victory over Samford. It featured a Grand Slam from Brennan Anderson. The two teams will play a doubleheader today in Birmingham starting at 3 Eastern time.
1: Softball. West Coast Conference Pitcher of the Week, McKenna Bull, broke the BYU record for most career saves as she picked up her ninth yesterday in a 3-0 win over Bethune-Cookman. The Cougars continue their play in the Mary Nutter Classic in Palm Springs, California. Three more games over the weekend, including
2: matches
0: against number 11 UCLA and 17th-ranked Missouri. Cougars
2: in the NFL.
0: Bronson Kafusi is at the NFL Combine in Indianapolis. Today, he'll have his medical exams and interviews with skill drills taking place on Sunday. Rugby, Back-to-back-to-back-to-back. National champion BYU home tomorrow versus Air Force at Southfield. Check it out. 3 p.m. Eastern. Gymnastics. Gymnastics. In their final home meet of the year, BYU Gymnastics will take on Southern Utah. 3 p.m. Eastern time on BYU TV.
2: Track and fill. This
0: is an epically long whip. I'm loving
2: it.
1: Men's and women's squads both in Seattle competing in the MPSF Championships attempting to get more qualifications for the Indoor Nationals.
0: Cougars in the PGA. Zach Blair is 15 over in round two with the Honda Classic. Daniel Summerhays is yet to tee off and he is plus one after round one. Tennis. Men's tennis
1: looking to continue their 5-0 home win streak as they host Portland today. And Gonzaga tomorrow to open West Coast Conference play. Today's Rise and Shout. Brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help. When you need it most, DexterLaw.com. I think I want to give it to Nate Austin and Kyle Collinsworth. But Nate Austin, man. I mean, or how about all the seniors? Can we do that? Can I, call I, like, an it. Audible? I like it. All of the seniors that are playing their final regular season game tomorrow. Well-deserved, great careers at BYU. Twitter question: What will be the headline after tomorrow's Gonzaga at BYU game? At GP Short says brooms are out. Cougs sweep the weekend. Hashtag BYUSN. And now for our elite tweet of the day. Jason. This, this
0: one coming in from Aaron K underscore MN. As I am follically challenged, I'll say that the BYU Sports Nation hosts are too attached to their hair. At least yours grows back. <laughs> Come on, Spencer. I don't know. That, I don't know that mine will grow all the way back. <laughs> all right, the truth comes I'm out. I'm holding
1: on, man. This is for you, mom. I don't. I don't want to bring pain and grief to the Linton family name any more than I already have. <laughs> Show on demand. Download the podcast for Jason and Spencer. Shout out to all y'all.